Hello and welcome to the JM Podcast. This is Miro. And this is Jeanette. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and anything in between. Uh, if this is your first time listening, welcome to our podcast. If you're coming back, welcome back and I uh, hope you've been doing well. Uh, since Survivor 42 ended a while back, we thought it would be a great idea to talk about season 41 of Survivor. Uh, so the show was created by Charlie Parsons and hosted by Jeff Probst. Uh, the logline is the television show places a group of strangers on an isolated location where they must provide food, fire, and shelter for themselves. The contestants compete in challenges including testing the contestants' physical abilities like running and swimming or their mental abilities like puzzles and endurance challenges for rewards and immunity from elimination. The contestants are progressively eliminated from the game as they are voted out by their fellow contestants until only one remains and is given the title of sole survivor and is awarded the grand prize of one million US dollars. Yeah, it's a pretty uh, pretty big prize. Yeah. Uh, I started watching Survivor a long time ago. I've watched all of the seasons, so I'm glad that we're finally talking about the show. Um, and this was a pretty, pretty interesting season. A lot of, uh... It was a first for everything, in a sense. Yeah, a lot of firsts, uh, a lot of new stuff happened, uh, it was a little bit crazy. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, let's quickly go over the cast of the show. Uh, we have Eric Abraham, uh, a cybersecurity analyst from San Antonio, Texas. We had Sarah Wilson, a healthcare consultant from Boston. We had David Voce. Voce. Voce? Yeah, Voce. David Voce, a neurosurgeon from Chicago. Brad Reese, a ranger from Shawnee, Wyoming. Jairus. Jarus. Jarus? Yeah. Okay. We have Jairus Robinson, aka JD. Uh, he's a college student at Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. We have Jeannie Chen. A grocery store clerk from Portland, Sydney Seagal, law student from Brooklyn, no relation, Tiffany Seely, teacher from Plainville, New York, Nasir Mutalif, a sales manager from Morgan Hill, California. We had Evelyn Jagoda, aka Evie, a PhD student from Arlington, Massachusetts. Uh, there was Chantel Smith, aka Shan, uh, she was a pastor from Washington. Liana Wallace, a college student from Washington, D.C. Danny McRae, a former Dallas Cowboys football player, currently from Fisco, Texas. Richard Foyer, a flight attendant from Cedro Bully, Washington. Heather Alder, a stay-at-home mother from Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, Xander Hastings, an app developer from Chicago, Illinois. And then we had Deshaun Radden, a medical student from Miami. And then we have Erica Kasupanan, uh, a communications manager from Toronto, Ontario. Then finally, Jeff Probst himself, the host of Survivor, and then who later became the executive producer of the show. He's also a four-time Emmy award-winning host. So before we get into the season, uh, we wanted to give you a quick summary of the show. 
Survivor was derived from a Swedish reality game show called Exhibition Robinson, which started in 1997. Uh, the Swedish show was also created by Charlie Par Parsons. Each season of Survivor took place in a different location until season 33, which was Millennials versus Gen X, which takes place on the Mamanuka Island in Fiji. The yeah, they'd gone to Fiji before that, like multiple. Not not multiple times, but they had gone to Fiji before that. Well, what I meant was like they went like every season was a different location, and yeah. this was like the first season when they're like, okay, we we're going to, you know, be on this island. Yeah, we're gonna stay. Yeah, at the, yeah, yeah. The first season was a big hit due to Richard Hatch's technique. Uh, this technique would influence other contestants in future seasons to use. Hatch's technique and so which the, his technique was making an alliance with people like he was that was his like secret to winning yeah, yeah. so as a result of the success a survivor influenced the Emmys to create an award for a reality show in 2003 and for outstanding host for a reality show in 2008 it would also lead to dozens of international survivor uh, including uh, Survivor Australia and Survivor Israel. Mm -hmm. um, so for season 41, uh, this season was originally uh, entitled Survivor Dawn of a New Era, era according to Jeff Probst. I'm glad they didn't go with that name. Oh. <laughs> I don't, Survivor, Dawn of a New Era. It's like, dude, can you make a longer title? Like, a, Wait, have they had longer titles? I don't this? think so. Like, they ha Usually it's like something versus something else. Or like just the name of the location. Like Survivor Philippines. Or yeah. Survivor David versus Goliath. But then they're like, Survivor, Dawn of a New Era. And <laughs> like, what's coming next? Like it's gonna be like movie sequels you know oh god it's gonna have weirder names <laughs> it was initially scheduled to start on march 24th 2020 and conclude on may 1st for a standard 39 day of gameplay unfortunately the season was pushed back until 2021 due to surrounding international travel restrictions related to the COVID-19 pandemic. Usually the show releases two seasons per television season year, uh, one debuting around the fall, which is September, and the other debuting around late winter, early spring, so February or March. Uh, but due to the pandemic, the Survivor crew was not able to produce this and subsequent uh, 42nd season to, in 2020. Um, production had considered filming domestically in Georgia or Hawaii, but the unpredictability of the pandemic pushed filming back to 2021. And on February 11, 2021, uh, Fayaz Koya, the Fijian Minister of Commerce, Trade, Tourism, and Transport, very long title. That's a, that's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Approved filming for this season with the crew required to arrive in groups and quarantine before filming on March 22nd 
2021. Uh, Jeff Prost announced on location that production of this season was set to start and filming finally began on April 15th. Uh, the 41st season debut in September 22nd, 2021. Unlike mo most Survivor seasons, season 42 is a shortened season spanning only 26 out of the usual 39 days. Mm. Uh, this was due to COVID-19 pandemic requiring all cast and production members to quarantine for 14 days and taking up some of the short production time. And for the first time since Survivor Borneo, is that Borneo, it? yeah. Borneo. The season's winner was revealed during final tribal council as production was unsure on the ability to have a live finale due to concerns of the spreading Omicron variant. Yeah, remember that variant? <laughs> yeah. The vote reveal was then followed by Survivor After Show special with the final players and the jury instead of a live reunion mm -hmm. and that was kind of like a funny thing because after they announced the winner they were like okay we're going to do the yeah <laughs> the after show <laughs> here's the winner and then like here's the after show yeah and you just have like a bunch of pas just like coming in like setting up Moving. everything giving people pizzas and yeah. champagne here's and food like, okay <laughs> this is the first season to impose a significant change in the personal safety protocols following allegations of inappropriate touching against a contestant during the filming of Islands of the Idols in 2019. Uh, that contestant, Dan Spillo, who was reported to have sexually harassed a female producer and some of the female contestants during this time on the island. He was later removed on day 36 and never allowed to be a jury member did you remember that yeah that was the guy that kept like hugging and touching the women oh right? yeah that was the one that cbs reported or something like that like yeah. there was like a stories about it yeah i remember yeah he would just like randomly grab women and not like when i say grab women it would like grab their arm or like you know touch their hair without asking or like uh. start rubbing their back when they're standing uh. still and it's like why are you touching someone else dude there was also richard hatch uh survivor's first winner who has been known for swimming and competing naked during competition on survivor all-stars in 2004 Sue Hawk accused him of grazing his genitals against her while she was passing him on a balance beam during a challenge and like the challenge was it was kind of like they had to pass each other in yeah. order to get to one area to get like a bag or something to yeah. then cross beams at the next reward challenge jeff Prost made a passing reference to the incident which prompted hog to rant about it and accused probes of making light of something that hog viewed as harassment Though Hatch was eliminated during the previous tribal meeting, Hogg dropped out of the competition, feeling that none of the producers nor probes himself com comfort her about the incident. Yeah. Uh, and I'll go, also, this was like in 2004, so this was like before Me Too movement and yeah. everything. Uh, this season uh, was considered to be the most diverse cast. <laughs> 
It uh, consists of 10 people of color with six black contestants, three contestants of Asian descent, and one of Hispanic descent. There was also about three contestants that were members of the LGBTQ plus community. Nine contestants were women. And note, EV pronouns are actually they, them in one of the articles I read. So I'm not sure if they changed their pronouns after this season. Um, that's yeah. all I have about that. There are also three contestants originally outside of the U.S. So Shan is originally from Toronto, while Nasir is originally from Sri Lanka. And fun fact, ca casting process opened for Canadian residents in mid-2018. You hear that, Canadians? You can go on Survivor now, too. You don't have to... Because <laughs> Canadian Survivor would suck. Imagine they're in the out in the wilderness of Canada, and it's, like, super cold. <laughs> that would <Dude>. really suck. <laughs> Um, season 41 introduced many new twists, including the shot in the dark, which offered players at Tribal Council a chance for immunity in exchange for giving up one's votes. Uh, the beware advantage, which restricted players' ability to vote until their immunity idol idols become active. And it was one of those where they had to wait until one member yeah. from each team each team has to say like a each person that has part of the amulet has to say a specific phrase yeah in order for it to activate and this is like really difficult and complicated to do in the game so, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh decision games which force players to make game alternative choices so it mm. includes the hourglass twist which gave one player the opportunity to reverse the outcomes of a group immunity challenge at the risk of earning her tribe mates air ire yeah uh so basically yeah the biggest one is probably this one right because the contestant who we'll talk about later they basically get an hourglass which lets them quote unquote turn back time so it makes it well it doesn't turn back time it basically flips the winners of the last immunity challenge so since she was a part of the winning team and they had to choose her to sit out if she chooses to screw her team over uh, she can do that and she can make the losing team win yeah. so that was like the biggest like game changing thing that they introduced mm-hmm but it was also like kind of random like it's like it didn't make a lot of sense to the people playing and also to uh, most of the viewers but we saw that in the next season it actually because you know there was a little bit more experience with it they knew they changed it a little bit and it was we, uh, the outcome was still the same basically like nothing really changed yeah but um yeah, I remember that they did note that for season 42, since it was kind of right behind season 41 in terms of uh, shooting, Yeah. Um, they didn't see season 41. It wasn't until maybe season 43 that would see, like, oh, like, this is what they would be doing type of thing. Yeah. But even season 42 didn't know what was going on, so <laughs> they were kind of in the blind about it. Yeah. Um, and and there was also the do or die twist, uh, which this one I thought was really like, 
um, almost too much of a gamble uh, where basically in one instance uh, it made the first player to lose an immunity challenge perform a risky game of chance uh, similar to the Monty Hall problem uh, just to be able to stay in the game yeah so basically they have to pick one out of three things and if they pick wrong they get yeah, voted they out get eliminated. which was really like not the spirit i feel like it's not in the spirit of the game because it's the the game is supposed to be about hey if you can't like the thing that is going to eliminate you is your tribe mates is the spirit of the game yeah it's not a game of chance it's, it's the, more of like a game of strategy yeah it's either strategy well the strategy element was introduced with richard hatch right yeah but it's at its core it's the game of hey if your tribe doesn't like you you get voted out um and this kind of breaks that uh, which i kind of don't like yeah um and according to Jeff, a uh, planned expansion of the fire tokens element fe- featured in Winners at War uh, was scrapped after David Go- versus Goliath runner-up Mike White expressed disapproval of the idea. <laughs> uh, in addition, Probes announced a new interactive element called the Game Within the Game, in which children watching at home were invited to play along with the show uh solving a bunch of puzzles that were hidden somewhere in the episodes also at home viewers could solve a wall scrabble puzzle online and be given a strategy discussion test in which the viewers could discuss their their strategy and later compare it with what really happens during the next episode um i didn't really participate in this and the whole like oh find the you know secret code in the episode was really weird because they would like literally take like five seconds to zoom into the sign with the word on it <laughs> yeah you know it wasn't like something that you had to watch out for in the challenge or in the background it was just like here it is go type it in um uh so in terms of the backstory of the contestants uh tiffany stated that she was originally going to be in season 42 so at first they stated um, after her auditions that she is in but uh, they gave her an option for either 41 or 42. Uh, she picked 42 since she needed to give her job three months notice of a leave of absence however the producers asked her if she can do 41 but as a backup and when one of the contestants tested positive for COVID in LA, they asked, um, they said that she was in, but they had, she had to drop everything. Yeah. And take a rapid COVID test and take a flight to LA. <laughs> and I think she said that this was when she was on vacation and <laughs> she ended up having to quit her job as a teacher and cancel her trip her vacation trip just to go oh, on the yeah. show um when contestants arrived at the mamanuka islands they had to quarantine for two weeks and during the, the time the contestants were self-isolated in their rooms and received meals throughout the day basically someone would just drop like yeah. their plates in front of their doors and knock at the door and and also, again, just to remind, these two weeks of isolation were taken out of the game. Yeah. They weren't like an, your production crew gets an additional two weeks of filming. No, that was part of the... Yeah, yeah. it was like, no, this comes out of your end of the <laughs> game, yeah. And during the time... Uh, sorry, uh, Tiffany stated that she was across from Evie, 
who she would always give looks whenever they would open their doors to pick up their meals. But not like dirty looks, but just like, oh, like, hi. Hi, you're a contestant too. Yeah. Which is, again, like, they shouldn't be allowed because they're kind of forming an alliance before the show even starts. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. She also did that to Deshaun, who lived next door to them. And while they were in quarantine, <laughs> Sydney uh, was always in a thong bikini based on <laughs> interviews. People stated that she would also do yoga on her balcony, also in a thong bikini. So, um, yeah, that's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that's her way of like attracting probably the males to be like hey you form an alliance with me maybe maybe you know that's strategy it's all stra- once you enter once you are a f- confirmed contestant on survivor everything you do is about the game <laughs> until the million dollars gets given out until the winner is announced everything you do is part of the game that is true yeah that is true uh during the competition evie refused to bring up uh, their degree to their teammates and when Voce revealed to everyone that he is a neurosurgeon, Evie kept quiet about their PhD degree in human evolutionary biology <laughs> <laughs> and when they saw other people getting annoyed about Voce they kept their degree quiet Yeah, because I think I don't think it was like shot a lot but i remember a lot of people were saying like yeah he was really annoying because that's all that he could talk about (laughs) (laughs) in their linkedin page they wrote i'm a human geneticist with a background in gene expression and interpopulation variation in my research i have performed advanced wet lab techniques such as the massively parallel reporter essay and c r i s p r i think crispr CRISPR, cas 9 in vitro knockouts and created computational pipelines to analyze human genotype and phenotype database to yield concrete insights highlighted in eight papers and five conference presentations my current work focus on building regulatory maps of the human genomes across diverse cell types that's cool yeah so (laughs) (laughs) that's a lot so it sounds like she's writing basically guidelines on okay these genes are responsible for doing this to the human body and you can't change them yeah you know that's true uh, yeah, keep doing that. Um, <laughs> Tiffany stated that the producers were thinking of having their group to stay behind for season 42. So she stated that when they were finishing up with the after show, producers stated that they were having trouble getting the contestants for season 42 because some of them were diagnosed with COVID <laughs> as they were in Los Angeles heading to VG. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Ricard stated uh, that he met Shan while they were at the airport in Los Angeles. Uh, They could not talk to each other, but uh, he liked her because she had a Minecraft (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. Tiffany stated that most of the one-liners were hers, including the one that Xander used and the producers edited to make it seem he made it. When it came to the awkward question from probes 
on whether he should use come on in guys he asked evie <laughs> what they thought yeah first um they kind of understood why the producers asked them but they stated they did not really care about the famous phrase and it wasn't until ricard mentioned that he wanted the catchphrase to change during the tribal meeting that jeff changed the catchphrase to mm -hmm. come on in yeah <laughs> Uh, Ricard was the same was the same with Evie at first, but changed his mind because his partner is transgender, and felt he needed to speak up for his partner and others. <laughs> which is like okay, I get that. Uh, Ricard said in an interview that the idea to take JD's idol from JD was his idea, and he stated that he told Shan the idea before Shan told Jeannie. However, the producers edited to make it seem that it was Shan's idea. I believe that. Yeah. I believe that 100,000%. And when Shan got eliminated, it was pretty obvious that people didn't want to talk to her on Ponderosa afterwards. And Ponderosa is kind of that place where the people who are eliminated and are going to be jurors to go and hang out. Yeah. It, um, so basically, if you make the merge of the two or three different tribes... Yeah. Uh, you're going to be going to the jury if you get voted out so you can vote for the winner at the end. So in the meantime, they put you on this island called Ponderosa uh, so that you can stay there, basically be on a vacation until um, you have to do your vote. And then um, as the contestants get eliminated, they join you on that island. So yeah. you meet everyone that you've voted out or that have voted you out or however you want to combine that yeah and i remember because i uh, season 41 was the one that i watched the ponderosa yeah. videos those are probably really good um tiffany and evie and Nasir, nasir's videos were really great and then it came to shan and her video was pretty short and had little to no interactions with other contestants. Yeah, and it was like her crying, nobody likes me. <laughs> yeah, because she immediately was like, oh, were you part of the, you know, yeah. the elimination? And when Leanna, Danny, and Ricard were eliminated, respectively, yeah. um, Shan would always confront them on if they participate in eliminating her. Yeah, like, it was like, as soon as they would walk in, she'd be like, hey, can I, can I talk to you? What was that, though? Yeah. What was that? What was that? And it's like, lady, like, it was a game. Yeah, Sorry. Like, it's, it's a game. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, the final five did have a moment to watch recordings of their family, and usually for the final contestants, of the last episode producers would give them a chance to meet a family member or two for an hour or so however due to COVID-19 the producers gave them video recordings of their family members so Ricard said that he got to see a recording of his partner and their daughter and he believes that since he didn't win the competition that they didn't show the scene with him and the other contestants because I think it was him Xander mm -hmm. and I think Heather or it was like him Heather and Deshaun or something uh, in terms of the people who got to see the recordings of their family members yeah. and because um, this particular person that won wasn't in it 
uh, they didn't show the mm-hmm. the video. So the, yeah. I remember you were saying like, where where's the recording? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> when are they going to see their family? Because yeah. that's common. They do it every like season. Yeah. 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 Uh, so though many of the contestants felt that Xander played a really good game, they didn't feel like he could win. And Ricard stated that he did not vote for him because Xander didn't use his idol to save him from elimination. Mm. Uh, he also didn't vote for Deshaun because he was p- problematic. Uh, Deshaun was eager to throw people under the bus to save himself. And he also admitted if someone else was sent to Exile Island, the turnout would have been the same thing. Uh, the game would still be flipped, and whoever went to Exile Island would probably have won, which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Evie felt the same thing when they were eliminated. Uh, as a result, um, she didn't feel that she could... F- sorry, uh, they didn't feel that they could fully trust Xander, and after after the twist and Leanna sniffing a smelly diaper moment, <laughs> Xander decided to ditch them and Tiffany, and just be on his own. And Tiffany did not like that she was the first juror to be eliminated. When Evie and Nasir came to Ponderosa, they told her that they were glad not to play anymore. <laughs> yeah. And she was a little bitter because she would have wanted to be able to play yeah. more if Evie and Nasir were voted out before her. <laughs> yeah, that was so dumb. They're like, oh, we're glad we're out. It's like, um, people want to have the chance to play for a million dollars. Like, you can't just say, oh, I'm glad I'm out. It's not as bad as, like, quitting the game. Yeah. But it's also like, hey, did you mentally quit a while ago or not? You know, like, it kind of throws a shadow on your entire game because it's like, oh, when did you give up? Yeah, exactly. Uh, She also stated that during the final voting, Nasir admitted that he voted for Erica. Uh And this caused Jeff and other producers to order people not to blur out who they voted for. (laughs) That's pretty, Um, that's a pretty important. Yes. Yeah, so in this episode of the podcast, we're only going to cover the episodes up until the merge, basically. Uh, so we're just going to kind of talk about what happens in the first few episodes. And then next episode, we'll talk about what happens after the murder on. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, we start off by episode one. Uh, the cast is the 18 new players. They get divided into three tribes, Luvu, Ua, and Yase. The tribe names come from the Fijian word for flood, wave, and lightning, respectively. Yase, the yellow tribe, uh, it's composed of Eric, David, Tiffany, Evie, uh, Liana, and Xander. Ua, the green tribe, is composed of Sarah, Brad, JD, Jenny, Shan, and Ricard. Luvu, the blue tribe, has Sydney, Nasir, Danny, Heather, Deshaun, and Erica. Uh, These contestants begin on a large ship near the island where they'll be staying at. Just like in every season, they all start off on a ship. (laughs) Uh, It is an awkward moment when Jennifer asks the the group if he should still say, come on in, guys. Uh, They ask Evie, who stated that uh, they didn't care. Uh, But when there were no objections, uh, Jeff said he was going to keep the catchphrase uh, because it was like a 
iconic survivor thing yeah they start their journey with a, a reward challenge uh each tribe has to find six paddles here hidden around uh the deck that they're on from there the teams will jump into the ocean and uh, go towards their boat after unclipping it uh they work together to paddle and uh get a flint uh first tribe to gets it wins uh along uh wins the flint along with a pot and a machete so this was a kind of funny challenge i don't know if you remember but one of the tribes basically their paddle the yase tribe uh basically their paddle was like hidden yes like completely blending into the ship uh on the deck yeah because it was like hidden under the nets or something like yeah it was something crazy where it was like okay there's no way they're gonna find that yeah the camera kept having to like zoom in on it and show it on different angles for the audience they even to see. like highlighted it in after effects like this is where it is yeah so uh basically after this challenge is the first time you get like an interesting kind of twist in the game uh as a punishment the losing tribes lugo and yase had four hours to either solve a, a puzzle uh, of basically guessing how many triangles are in a in an image yeah i'm sure everyone's seen those where it's a bunch of triangles you have to figure out how many there are yeah or uh, the physical labor of moving water from one place to another basically with only two people yeah with only two people yeah Uh, and it was like a lot of water as well yeah Yeah. so basically both tribes uh end up selecting the physical task uh danny and deshaun uh went for luvu while uh voce and Xander went for Yase. Uh he didn't really want to do it. Um he just felt like doing it would keep him safe because they'd be like, Oh well he did this, so we're not gonna vote him out. Yeah. Um Nasir, when um Lubu is doing their challenge, Nasir sneaks in to watch Danny and Deshaun, who both had gone on a little break to look for an immunity idol. And for those of you who don't know, an immunity idol is uh, put on each tribe's uh, side of the island and they have to find it and whoever has it can't be voted out if they play it. Yeah. Uh, so Nasir returns and tells everyone, hey, those guys are out there looking for an idol. <laughs> so, like, right off the bat, Danny and Deshaun are basically, like, seen as these guys that, uh, you know, are off there sneaking around trying to find an idol. Yeah. Yeah. At Yahtzee, Abraham expresses concerns about Tiffany's performance in the opening challenge, and Liana relate this to Tiffany. Meanwhile, at Ua, JD starts the campfire and forges bonds with his tribesmates, but some of them were already kind of seeing how overbearing he could be. Shan, however, approaches JD for an alliance. It kind of matches because she can also be overbearing, so she was probably <laughs> like, oh my god, this guy's cool. <laughs> And then we get to day two. Uh, The three tribes are asked to pick a representative that will go on a journey. Uh, Danny for Luvu, JD for Ua, and Yase for Xander are the people that get chosen. Um, The three of them walk up a hill, basically. The thing is basically a hike, and they bond during this activity. They are separated at the end of it and faced with a private decision to either risk their vote or to protect it. So basically, you're supposed to use this hiking time to get to know what kind of strategic players they are 
and where they're standing in their tribes so that uh, you can kind of guess if they are gonna risk their vote or protect it which kind of the contestants don't know that so you know we as the audience now know it every season going forward not including 42 because 42 didn't get to see 41 air yeah so but after 42 yeah. everyone would have known yeah so after 42 everyone's gonna know kind of what to look for on these like little excursions and journeys so xander is basically is shown to use the risk option uh he's gonna have an extra vote advantage and then coming back to camp jd tells a story about protecting his vote uh, but ricard doesn't actually believe him in this case for the immunity challenge tribes went over uh, a neck climb and under a low beam they then maneuvered the car a cart up a flight of stairs uh, and basically opened a bunch of bags that were in it to solve a 3d jigsaw puzzle mm -hmm. the first tribe to finish won immunity while the losing tribes had to forfeit their flint until the next immunity challenge uh, lubu wins this challenge at the end yeah, and it, I think this is a part where we start to realize that Lubu is going to win every single challenge. <laughs> yeah, because they just, like, dominate, basically, <laughs> yeah. At Yase, Abraham tries to convince the tribe to vote out Tiffany to preserve their strength, while Tiffany is out there searching for an idol. Evie, who had bonded with Tiffany, tries to sway tribesmates to vote out Abraham. At Ua, Sarah and JD start targeting each other. While Ricard siles with Sarah, Brad states that Sarah and Shan were on the chopping block due to failing in the puzzle at the end. At Yase's tribal council, Yase votes Abraham out. Fun fact, Tiffany states that Abraham was voted out mainly because he broke the flint uh, while they were trying to make fire. <laughs> so that guy was already kind of on the way out because he'd taken away their method of making fire yeah yeah however for ua's tribal council they start whispering during the final tribal council everyone starts uh kind of talking to each other uh sarah shan jd and ricard whisper to each other while jenny and brad look uh look at each other in confusion and you know you can kind of start telling who's in a in like an alliance in like and an alliance wasn't. yeah or and who wasn't in like the the thread yeah like who who's actually involved in the game who's playing the game versus who's just kind of there right now yeah uh shan convinces jd to vote for sarah while telling sarah to not use her shot in the dark uh in the end sarah is successfully voted out and that is the conclusion of the first episode yeah and this is kind of like the part where we thought it was really cool that it was like oh cool like this is like something new because this yeah. is the first time that there was a tribal meeting within the tribal council of people voting it, it wasn't the first time it doesn't happen all the time it was the first time that it happens on the first episode for sure Oh, okay because it doesn't usually happen until way later in yeah. the season uh when they're already merged and when they're already like really close-knit alliances mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't happen until then but this is like the first time where it, like everyone just stood up at the first tribal <laughs> council meeting and started talking to each other yeah yeah and it, it was good at first but then you know as like the episodes go and go it's yeah. like it gets annoying the, yeah this becomes like a, a recurring thing with the tribe yeah for this season yeah they keep doing it and it becomes really in a, it's kind of exciting while you're watching it 
but it's also really annoying because it basically means that everything that they were doing at the camp doesn't matter anymore. Like, they're yeah. just deciding right now. Exactly. For episode two, at Ua, JD and Ricard discussed voting out Brad by the Waterwell, and then ba- Brad eavesdrop um, on the conversation from the bushes. Like, he, like, runs over to the area and then kind of, like, hits within the bushes and listens to the two. Then Brad runs back and tells Shan, who relays Brad's suspicion to Ricard. At Luvu, Deshaun struggles to start a fire, so Nasir steps in to help, earning Sydney's respect for some odd reason. Yeah. Uh, at Yase, Tiffany expressed how exhausting the season was for her, and Xander searched for an advantage. Uh, he then finds a beware advantage, with, which is an idol that only works when someone from all three tribes find the respected ones, having to say the same the secret phrase at a challenge to confirm the idol are in power. Yeah, I rolled my eyes so hard at that, because that sounded like a really bad idea, you know? Oh, just kind of, like, waiting until someone else, like, says something? No, just having to say something for your idol to become active. That seems like such a, like, risky play that the game usually isn't like that. Yeah. By accepting the advantage, Xander is not able to vote at Tribal Council. And he tells Voce and Evie, which Evie then tells Leanna and Tiffany in hopes of forming an all-girls alliance. For the immunity and rewards challenge, tribe members must tra- traverse a obstacle course in the ocean, with the first member unclipping a key underwater. Once all tribe members are across, they would solve a turtle puzzle. The first two tribes to finish uh, win immunity and fishing, care- fishing gear, while the losing tribe has to forfeit their flint until the next immunity challenge. Luvu places first while Ua places second after Tiffany struggles with the challenge for Yase. Luvu is given the opportunity to send someone from Yase and and someone from either their own tribe or from Ua to go on a journey. And they choose Evie and Yase from Yase and Deshaun volunteers uh, from Luvu. Evie informs Sushan on Xander's idol and expresses that her vote is crucial, urging him to risk his vote so he could get an so she, yeah so he could get an extra vote, hoping to work with Deshaun in the future. Back at Yase, the women plan on blind signing Xander until Tiffany becomes paranoid about Xander's idol, and she proposes to vote out Voce. To which they do blind signing Voce. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, I also forgot to mention that whenever they go on the journey to the separate island to go on the hiking trail, or whenever they had to go outside of their island, yeah. I always forget that, remember, the, the, the boat, boat guy? guy? Yeah. It's like he doesn't even wait for that. He's like, okay, come on, get in, get yeah. in, get in. The <laughs> like, boat guy is like slowly pulls up to the beach. They have to like run in the water, like knee deep. 
and like jump on the boat as he like drives by because he doesn't <laughs> want to stop the boat he just wants to go <laughs> Um, Alright, so we get to episode 3. Uh, all of the Ua tribe are at this point searching for an idol. Uh, Brad finds it with uh, Jenny and discloses oh, his... Genie. Genie? Yeah. Okay. Brad finds it with Genie and discloses his discovery with Shan uh, as a way to build trust with her. He also found a second beware advantage requiring him to travel to a separate island that night or lose his vote. Tiffany and Sydney found similar notes in their tribe. Once on a separate island, the three, uh, the three of them face a decision uh, basically to steal a vote or a tarp. If all three of them choose a tarp, all three tribes would get a tarp. But if all three choose to steal a vote, all three lost their next vote. Uh, if there is a split decision, those who choose the tarp would get nothing and those who choose the vote uh, will get the advantage. Uh, basically, only Brad chooses steal a vote, causing him to get the advantage. Mm -hmm. During the immunity and reward challenge, tribe members must cross a uh, rope bridge over water one by one, uh, then dig up a large bag of sand, then dig up a large bag of sandbags, and uh, from a sand pit on the beach. Once retrieved, they had to toss the sandbags onto overhead platforms. The first two tribes to successfully land all of their bags uh, won immunity plus fruit uh, while the losing tribe had their flint taken away again until the next immunity challenge. Luvu and Yase win the challenge and beca uh, because JD sucked at tossing the sandbags yeah. and it was really funny because he kept talking crap the whole time during mm -hmm. the challenge. He was like, guys, I got this. I play basketball. I play basketball. And then he goes up there and he kept saying like, Kobe, Kobe as he's throwing the sacks and he kept missing them and everyone was making fun of him and was like dude just shut up and throw the sacks yeah like, even like other people from Uwa were like let me do it yeah and he's like no no i don't want to i don't want you to do it yeah <laughs> and this was the first time for yase that they finally won a, a challenge challenge yeah yeah and of course what's their name won again back at the Uwa tribe jd and ricard agreed to vote out brad while Jenny targets JD because he's bad. Uh, Shan was the swing boat and sides with JD and Ricard to blindside Brad, uh, who had two advantages in his pocket. So basically he goes home with two idols with him. Yeah, basically. So in episode four, tension grew between Jeannie and the rest of the Uwa tribe after they left her out of Brad's elimination, with Jeannie declaring she will no longer provide the rest of the tribe because she was like really close with brad so when they blindsided with her by eliminating brad she was like i can't trust you guys yeah and she like basically goes like oh i'm gonna stop trying to look for food i'm gonna stop doing this and that or whatever yeah, yeah. uh so the next day the tribe encounter a rewards challenge uh, tribe members toss a ball onto an overhead track, then maneuver through the rope obstacles to catch the ball on the other end of the track yeah. uh, before it hits the ground. And once all four ball balls are retrieved, tribes have to toss them onto a high, narrow beam. The first tribe to finish win a visit to a local survivalist while the second tribe um, win a fish to share. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so during the challenge, 
Heather uh, struggles to catch her ball in time. They decide to pick to have her go first, and she had such a hard time getting through the obstacle and catch the ball in time, uh, causing Luvu to lose their first time since the opening challenge. Uh, she immediately starts to break down in tears, but Danny and Jeff encourage her not to put herself down, cl claiming that she tried her best. And this was kind of like a little bit of an awkward moment because yeah. this is a woman who's like in her 50s. And it took her a long time. <laughs> yeah, and it was just like, ooh. Yeah. Like, it was just awkward seeing it. Like, I would get it if it's like a young adult doing this. It's like they're, you know, they're putting a lot of pressure on themselves but it's like it's yeah. a 50 year old woman like shouldn't this woman like not be like this I yeah <laughs> i know it's yeah uh but yeah it was it was a little bit awkward but danny like kind of encouraged her and everything was fine <laughs> and yase tried to celebrate the reward because it was they finished in second so then they get this blue fish to eat uh, while Uwa talked to a Fiji resident who tries to show them how to gather food and water. Now, this guy's an expert. Like, he's he's a Fijian. Yeah. Like, so he, like, climbs up the tree. Yeah, and... he, like, runs up the tree, gets the coconut, <laughs> splits it in half with one hand. Yeah. Like, you know, he's a... He's Not a... even with a knife, just, like, looking at it. And <laughs> yeah. He just breaks it. Like <laughs> He just peels the coconut. He peels it. And it's like like that's all you have to do just look at it and it'll yeah. break it'll break uh so at luvu erica proposes voting out sydney to deshawn and deshawn aligned with sydney and danny revealed to them that he was contemplating throwing the challenge to blindside erica for the next immunity challenge the tribes swim to shore with a heavy bag of blocks which they untie on the beach and they use the blocks to push out smaller blocks through a tunnel one of which holds a key to a chest that contains three rings uh, the first two tribes to toss all three rings onto hooks win the immunity the losing tribe has to forfeit their flint until the next immunity challenge so Deshaun and Danny tried to throw the challenge, but Nasir <laughs> got, carried them. I know, like he got like a little like impatient and was like, "Let me do it." He's and like, "Get out of the way! You guys are slowing us down." <laughs> <laughs> and they're like looking at each other, like, "Man, this guy's gonna win." Yeah, and then he ends up helping the team place first. Yase comes in first, winning their first challenge as a tribe. And this is, like, really big for them. Yeah. They're like, oh, my They're God. They're, like, dying at this point, yeah. <laughs> and at UWA, JD plans to have Ricard and Shan vote out Jeannie with him. But Shan gets an idea to convince JD to give her his extra vote for tribal council by acting paranoid. And at tribal council, they sided with Jeannie and send JD out of the game. And I was really glad because, yeah. Yeah, Kobe, JD was... really? Yeah, he was getting really annoying. <laughs> I think also it was like, he would like kind of like boast about things. 
And then everybody was like, come on, like, just shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was definitely a talker. Yeah. Yeah, we get to episode five. Uh, Jenny finds a new beware idol and immediately shows Ricard and Shan to use it as a group, uh, as a group idol for the merge. Uh, Shan has Jenny keep it concealed and hidden so that she could secretly make a fake idol and obtain the real one herself. Basically... What she ends up doing is she replaces the idol in that with a fake one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, finding out no one from Luvu found the advantage, Shan loses her vote and gives her extra vote to Ricard. At Luvu, Deshaun and Danny try to recruit Nasir to throw the next immunity challenge so that they can vote Erica, but Nasir declines. Meanwhile, at Yasa, Tiffany and Liana searched Xander's bag and discovered his extra vote on top of his idol. (laughs) (laughs) For the immunity and reward challenge, tribes worked together to get all three members over a net. Then one member would unspool a key from three knotted ropes. The key unlocked a machete that would chop a rope, releasing sandbags. The tribes used those sandbags to knock over two distance targets with a slingshot. The first two tribes uh, to knock over both targets win immunity, with the first tribe receiving the larger tarp, while a while the second tribe gets a smaller one. The losing tribe has to forfeit their flint until the next immunity challenge. Before the challenge, Nasir says Luvu's secret phrase, causing Shan and Xander to retrieve their vote. Yase places the f- Yase places first. And Luvu places second. Yase picks Shan to this to go to the summit, and Liana volunteers to join her. While there, Shan warns Liana of Ricard, claiming that he may vote her out with Jenny. Shan asks Liana to risk her vote while she protects her vote. When they return, Liana discovers a new advantage called the Knowledge's Power. And uh, you know, we keep saying that there are newer and newer advantages. Uh, she can ask only one tribe mate if they have an advantage or an idol, and if they do, they have to tell her the truth, like it's forced, they can't lie about it. Mm-hmm. They have to tell her the truth if they have it or not. Uh, she can then choose to take the advantage for herself. Uh, the tribe mate uh, basically has to give it to her if they had it, and if they don't, uh, that's it. Yeah. Uh, Shan asks Ricard for her extra vote back, but Ricard believes that she will blindside him if he gives it back, leading to a disagreement between them. At tribal council, Shan becomes the swing vote and eliminates eliminates Jenny. Uh, in episode 6, Shan and Ricard continue to argue over who gets to hold the extra vote, even though Ricard gave it back to Shan the morning after Jeannie's elimination. The next day, all three tribes receive tree mail, hinting a merge, but when they convene later that day, Jeff states everyone has to earn their way to the merge. So for the immunity and rewards challenge, teams of five chosen by a random draw have to remove a large, heavy boulder from the sand. Once loosened, the Two groups must maneuver across various obstacles to retrieve a key. Teammates then work together to scale a tower and unlock puzzle pieces at the top. The first team to solve the puzzles wins a feast. Immunity for the next merged tribal, the first merged tribal council, 
and the right to choose one of two castmates who drew, who drew a gray rock to join them. Nasir and Erica drew the gray rocks while Danny, Deshaun, Evie, Ricard, and Sin Sydney win the challenge. After playing rock, paper, scissors, the team chooses Nasir to join them. This causes Erica to go to Exile Island for 48 hours. So for Exile Island, she basically has to kind of live off the island for two days. Yeah, which is a lot harder than yeah. you think. Uh, so after the feast, Danny, Deshaun, Leanna, and Shan from a form a black alliance. Meanwhile, Jeff visits Erica, who inform her of a choice she has to make. He gives her this hourglass where she could either let the game continue as is, or go back in time, quote unquote, to, and transfer the winning team's immunity to the other castaways and herself by smashing the hourglass Jeff provides her. And this is kind of where it's like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> I remember when we were watching this, I'm like, well, of course she's going to do it. Yeah. You know, like everything pointed at her doing it. There's no reason why she wouldn't do it. They were hyping it up so much that if she didn't do it, it, it would look really stupid. Uh-huh, you know? yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she basically had to do it. Um, and then uh, in episode 7, Erica rejoins the tribe the next morning for the first individual immunity challenge. She reveals that she smashed the hourglass, taking immunity away from the winning team and giving it to herself, Heather, Leanna, Shan, Tiffany, and Xander. This immediately pissed Danny off, claiming that him and his teammates won the challenge fair and square, which I totally get. Yeah, you know, they played the a game, they won the game, they that's it. They should keep it. Yeah, yeah, you can't just say, oh, never mind, you lose instead. Yeah. yeah. Though the producer showed Danny's frustration in the episode, most of his reaction was behind the camera. Uh, for the immunity challenge, the non-immunity castaways has to build a block structure and place a flag in the center using only their feet. Ricard barely beats Evie and Sydney to win immunity. Uh, back in at the camp, Leanna targets Evie as the next person to be eliminated, feeling that she is the biggest threat. Evie, Xander, and Tiffany target Deshaun for similar reasons. Paranoid, Deshaun suggests voting out Sydney, his longtime ally, as a backup option. At Tribal Council, Leanna uses her knowledge's power advantage to ask Xander if he has an idol, thinking that he has it. This is where we get, like, you know, the big, the biggest moment of the the season yeah because i remember during the tribal council meeting she was kind of like oh like talking and talking and she's like oh i have something to say jeff yeah so i have this thing called knowledge is power and she described what it was and then she turned to xander's like xander do you have an idol 
and he admits that he secretly gave the idol to and his extra vote to Tiffany while showing off the fake one. <laughs> yeah, so basically he's like, no, do not have an idol. <laughs> but you can have this fake one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this renders Lana's advantage useless, and then it's kind of like she has this like look where she just smelled like a bad diaper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she like. You know, she just looks like she she hates herself. She hates life right now. Uh, so after the last second scramble among the castaways, Deshaun discovers his extra vote from his summit visit and uses it to cast two votes against Evie. Sydney takes her shot in the dark, but it turns out to be unsuccessful. Feeling that they might be eliminated, Evie encourages Xander to play his idol for them, but he talks them out of it. And in the end, Sydney is voted out, causing her to become very upset and flip her Vuvu team off. Dang. Like, I remember that. She didn't want to look back, and then I think, like, Shan was like, we love you, and then she just flipped flipped him off. Yeah. But yeah, this is kind of like where we will like stop for right now and then pick up, you know, probably in two weeks. Yeah. And um, before we do that, I do want to say like this, the first few episodes are basically you're just kind of getting to know the characters. And when the merge hit, it, when the merge hits is basically like... When you see people's true colors. Yeah, true colors and like... The game starts being more interesting. Until this point, there is, like, the easy people to vote out. You know, people that are just, Hey, I, haha, I made Survivor, guys. This is so fun. I can't wait to go. You know, it's those guys. But after the merge, you get the guys that have been, like, trying to go on Survivor forever. And, like, they're like, no, I'm here to win a million dollars. This is serious business. I-, I think the second half usually ends up being better anyway. And with this season specifically, I didn't like the first half, remember? I was like, oh, this is pretty lame. Like, all of these advantages, there's, like, too many of them. It's getting kind of saturated and too much. Uh, But it kind of, after the merge, got a lot better for me. Yeah. I remember that in the beginning and the first half, it kind of felt like that each contestant was applying for college (laughs) yeah because they're like oh as a you know person in the lgbtq plus community and being um a minority and a woman it was like okay we get it like why why do we have to get brownie points yeah they they keep everyone has a sob story yeah you know like everyone has a sob story everyone has had like something wrong with them or some sort of story that they want to share and blah 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 and it's like no just play um i feel like this is a more recent thing like if you watch the older seasons um, yeah they didn't necessarily do that yeah they didn't go into their personal lives at all that any of their like hardships or anything most of the time people lied about it anyway like when they were in the game, they would be like, yeah, I'm a grocery store clerk or whatever. They wouldn't actually say their real yeah. occupation. So it's kind of weird that now it's all about like, I'm, I've come on this show to say my like story. <laughs> it's almost like, what was that show? Um, 
America's Got Talent, where every... Oh, no, it was American Idol, I feel. No, America's Got Talent is like that, too. It's where... even worse? Yeah, where each person is like, I grew up in an orphanage after everyone I ever loved died in a fiery car crash. And it's like, okay, go on stage. They go on stage, sing a little bit, and you never hear from them again. <laughs> it's kind of the same things happening, where these people come on Survivor, and they're like, oh, my God, I've had such a hard life. And then they're, you know, that's it. Yeah. This was part one of two. There will be a second part in a couple of weeks. Please follow us on Instagram at J and M underscore podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, hope you're doing well. Uh, hope everyone has had COVID at this point. If not, hope you don't get it because I had it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're fine. You're fine. I'm fine now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick. Yeah. Boo, you whore. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>